He's Christian. He's Jimmer. And we're back for another episode of Two Physical Therapists and a Bag of Chips. Ooh, he went back to real chips. Kettle chips. Kettle brand Parmesan garlic. It's going to be good. Yep. Especially for a first date. Oh, that's what, what was the old saying? If you have garlic on a first date and she stays... What's the saying? She likes you? <laughs> I don't think so. Nothing? Maybe she just has like a bad sense of smell. That's a good point. That is a good point. But first we're going to discuss osteoporosis, osteopenia. Osteoporosis basically translates to porous bone. Porous bonus. Yeah. What that means is that the body is breaking down bone faster than it's building it back up. So the bone is essentially weakening from the inside, which means there's structural loss, which means the bone is becoming more brittle. Unfortunately, that results in easier opportunity for fracture. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Osteopenia is the early stage of this bone weakening process. Osteoporosis is the late stage of the bone weakening process. In general, we say that this affects someone in the neighborhood of 3 million Americans, so it's relatively common. Symptoms, early symptoms, back pain, loss of height, stooped posture, bone fractures. So Yeah, so the loss of height in the stooped posture is due to compression fractures in the vertebrae, vertebral areas. The spine. The spine. Yeah. The spine bones. Causes hormonal changes, smoking, diet, particularly a diet with reduced calcium and vitamin D. So you got to have your glass of milk, your chocolate chip cookie, and your sunshine. Sounds actually pretty good. I mean, treatment does sound... Like, of all the treatments, that's a pretty solid... That's pretty good. That's a pretty solid treatment plan right there. So there's something called a T-score. T-score is an indication of bone density level. It is typically out of 30, 30 years old being the normal peak bone density age. So osteopenia is anything between minus 1 to minus 2.5, and osteoporosis is anything below minus 2.5. So this is basically the expected strength of your bones based on your age, minus 1 to 2 and a half years. Oh, I got you. It's kind of weird. Okay, so if you're, if you're 65, you're expected to be around 65 but if your bone density is less, like 62 and a half or less, you are osteoporotic. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's a weird unit of measure. Anyway, what's important to know there is if your T-score is anything below minus one, you know, you got to start considering the fact that maybe your bone density is starting to reduce and you need to do something about that. Anything below 2.5 it's really reduced quite a lot, and you definitely need to start doing something about that. Treatment in most cases involves medications, changes to your diet, and then exercise. And it's this exercise component where physical therapy really has an impactful role. What we know is that bones respond to something called Wolf's Law. Wolf's Law states that bones respond to the stresses placed on them. So if you stress your bones more, they respond by becoming essentially thicker. And if you take that stress away, they respond by becoming weaker. So physical therapy and just exercise in general is a great way to continue to stress your skeletal system. One place where we see that a lot when you take the stress away is 
uh, I was just watching this series uh, about spending a year in space. So astronauts struggle with that because there's mm -hmm. no stress on their bones, and so their bones weaken. Hugely problematic. Yep. Absolutely. Especially if you're planning on going to Mars. Yeah. The other thing that's really common is cortisone and long-term cortisone exposure, or just steroid exposure, I should say. And so what that does is it breaks down the inflammatory process. It prevents it from happening. The inflammatory process is incredibly important to bone health. And so frequent use of, of corticosteroids or long-term use of, of oral steroids can certainly result in osteopenia and osteoporosis. So, but we're talking long-term use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. long-term use. Not talking no, an no. injection here or there. That's, nope. that's a question we frequently get, right? Yeah, you know? I don't want to get a cortisone injection because I'm going to get brittle bones. That's, that's not true. No. It's something like 30 years, right? If you spend 30 years on oral steroids, there's going to be some long withstanding bone issues as a result of that. If you get cortisone in your shoulder 35 times, yeah, there's going to be some problems with that. So it's something where, generally speaking, somebody will be tracking how often you're getting, let's say, a cortisone injection in your knee. And if you start to reach a point where they're like, you know, you're kind of reaching the limit on how many we feel comfortable doing, that's when it's because of your bone health. And if your bone health suffers, then things like total joint replacements become much more difficult to recover from. And in some cases, not even possible to do because the bone will not support the prosthetic. Right. It's like putting a prosthesis in cheese. Would look cool, but not, it wouldn't work very Not well. very strong, no. No. So thankfully, these things don't come up very often, but it's something to definitely be be careful with and pay attention to in terms of long terms related to bone health and particularly osteopenia, osteoporosis. Yep. Trivia time. Ooh, last week's was a good one. Yeah. Can't what, remember what it was. What state <laughs> what was. has the most active volcanoes? That's right. It is, of course, not Hawaii. No, but that was the most common guess. Oh, I that think. was everyone's guess. Everyone yeah. guessed Hawaii. Yeah. Alaska, which kind of makes sense because Alaska is enormous. It's really, really large. Yeah, and it's got a big volcanic ridge, right? That whole ridge that runs through Oregon and, and, um, and uh, Washington, state of Washington, mm -hmm. with a lot of active volcanoes. That ridge, that circle of fire, is that what it's called? Along the inside Ring of the Pacific? Ring of fire. Yep. That's, that's, that's on both sides of the Pacific, I yep. believe, yeah. So... Mm -hmm. Alaska's got 141, I believe, active volcanoes, or potentially active volcanoes. So not dormant, not yet de designated dormant. Uh, the remaining American volcanoes are predominantly, like you said, on the West Coast. And then Hawaii, of course, is pretty famous for active it's volcanoes. It's volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Volcanoes. But, DJ, well done. Nice nailed job it, to you, nailed it again. Well, he was uh, born and raised in Alaska, so... Connecticut, no, Connecticut I think. Yeah, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. But, Which is close-ish. It's close to Canada as well. I mean, you know, the east coast of Alaska, the east coast of the continental United States, it's, it's east it's coast, pretty, it's right? Pretty close. It's pretty close. Good guess, TJ. Uh, other good guesses by uh, Natasha, Dave, and Tony for Hawaii, which is, again, perfectly understandable and the route that most people yeah. are going to go. Usually, if it's if it seems too obvious, it's not right. Yeah, that's a good point. This week's question: What is Canada's most populated city? Yeah, so not population density because we've done those. Yeah, but this is have. just 
Max population. What city is the biggest? Yeah. Has the most amount of people. Yep. Luckily, there's only seven cities in Canada, so this uh, you had a pretty good chance. Yeah, there's seven big cities. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Important cities. Dare I say hockey cities? You dare. Yeah. Hmm. That, it, it wouldn't make it any easier. They would still have to choose from these yeah, big cities. Right. So Anyway. Good luck Chip with that. Chip time. Chip time. Kettle brand, Parmesan garlic, chip to air ratio. It's kind of disappointing again. It's in that 40%. I mean, I want to say it's 35%. So, it's it's not a, um, you know, sometimes when you have like cheddar chips, yeah. they have like a really strong cheddar flavor. Yeah. This doesn't have a strong Parmesan flavor, which is good. You definitely get Parmesan though. You, I mean, you don't <clears> smell <throat> like oil or... No. I don't really smell garlic off the top here, but... No, but I think they're... Um, Parmesan's they want to be careful with that because people might eat this on a date. They might eat this on a date. Yep. That's a very, very good point. Ta meet your farmer tater tracker. Huh. Tater tracker. Tater tracker, you can meet your farmer. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, should we try? Yeah, absolutely. I got the foldy one. Oh, good call. Hmm. I mean, solid kettle chip as always. Yeah. Skin on the edges, whole deal. Nice hearty. Why doesn't well everybody made. switch to kettle chips? Oh. What's the green stuff? Is that garlic? I didn't think garlic was green. I mean, no. I'm getting I'm getting garlic. I'm glad I'm getting something. I was afraid it was me, because last week I didn't get anything, but yeah. get a little There's bit of parmesan. On yeah. Yeah. Now it's light. It's nice. It's a good chip. Very subtle, but yeah. Good flavor. Yeah, I think it's huh. onion powder. What's the green stuff? Huh. I don't know. I don't taste anything green. Um, no. Yeah. no. Um, I'm giving it two thumbs. I like it. I like it. And I'm going to join you. Two thumbs. What is that? It's amazing. It's five thumbs better than last week's chip. Oh, it's pretty big. That's a full hand work. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they're not overpowering, which is awesome. Which is always the problem with garlic, right? Yeah. It can definitely get a little... Which is probably why you don't smell it. Yeah. No, it's um, good. No, great, great call. Nice and subtle. Um, well done there. Where, where did we get these from? Did you I bring these in? I think I bought them. Yeah. They're not listed as belonging to anybody. Nice job. So, yeah. Next week... We're going to go over Paget's disease, Ooh. which is a disease of the bone, not osteoporosis or osteopenia, though. So it affects mostly younger. Anyway, we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk yeah. about it next week. Next week. We're going to also review the Kroger Kettle Cooked Nashville Style Hot Chicken. Yeah, looking forward to that one, courtesy so. of Mimi. Yes, thank you very much, thank Mimi. Thank you, Mimi. If you liked today's episode, please tell your friends, follow, review, subscribe. If you're looking for more information on this topic, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter throughout the week. We will definitely be posting some fun photos. Osteoporotic pictures. Yeah. For more information on Rebound Therapy, check out our website, reboundclinic.com. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.